Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hey everyone and welcome back. Today's episode is one that I recorded with my really good friend Izzy and I really wanted to sit down and have a conversation with Izzy because she's such an inspiring person to me. She's a very busy woman who always seems to be doing absolutely everything. She runs her own business and also works a full-time job. So she does a nine to five and has a business and she's very, very successful, but she also manages to balance her personal life and make time for her friends and her boyfriend. And she's just a true inspiration to me. So I really wanted to sit down and pick her brain about how she manages her time and how she's so self-disciplined, because I think that's the thing. When you're really busy like that, you do have to be self-disciplined. And she's one of these people who will set out a task and follow through with it. And you can always rely on Izzy to get the task done. So I really wanted to find out if she had any tips or mindset advice that she can share with us. And she had plenty to share. So you guys are going to really enjoy this episode. Also, sorry if my voice sounds a little bit croaky right now. I feel like I have like sleepy voice because it's 8am right now. And I'm quickly recording this intro before I zip up my suitcase and get in the car and drive to Coffs Harbour for a week away with Brayden which is going to be so nice. I am so excited just to put away my phone and relax, be present and actually unwind and feel like guilt-free about it because I find that a lot of the time when I have that time off, I feel really guilty about it. But since we're away, I'm just going to have no guilt. So I'm very sorry if I'm going to be a bit absent this week, but that is why I'm just going to enjoy that time detoxing from social media and I am feeling very lucky and blessed that we are able to travel and I really hope that doesn't come across as insensitive towards anyone else. My thoughts are honestly with everyone at the moment in this current climate that we're in but I am very grateful that we are currently allowed to travel in Sydney so that is what my week consists of and I really wanted to mention that as well because I've been really inspired to take that time off and obviously this is the Inspired Mind podcast and we like to talk about what's been inspiring 
inspiring us. So that's, I guess, what's been inspiring me lately. I also just wanted to say, sorry if you can hear cars going by throughout this podcast episode. I noticed when I was editing that sometimes you'd hear a big car going by and that's just because we recorded on a really busy day when everyone was out and about because the sun was out and it was a really hot day and it was also the long weekend. So inevitably there were like so many cars on the road and it actually was quite noisy, but I feel like it should be totally fine. I just worry, you know, but I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there. You guys are going to love this episode. I absolutely adore Izzy and I know you guys will too. So let's get into our conversation. Hey everyone, today I'm joined with my beautiful friend Izzy. I'm so happy to have you on the show, Izzy. Thank you, I'm super excited to be here. I'm so happy that we can finally record as well because guys, we tried to record this, was it on Friday or something? Was it Saturday? No, Saturday. Saturday. We went for a walk on Saturday and then we're like, yeah, let's record a podcast afterwards. We got all set up. Turns out I broke my microphone (laughs) because stupid me left the cord plugged into the microphone and put it in my bag and then it bent something inside of the microphone. So I had to go and buy a new one. So we're finally here sitting in the heat. It's like a 32 degree day. And so we're like, it's very hot, but I'm still very excited for this chat because Izzy is a very inspirational person to me. And she's just an amazing person who manages to juggle so many things. She has two businesses and she also works full-time so we'll talk all about that in a moment but that's pretty much what you guys can expect from this episode but to start off I want to talk about what's been inspiring you lately Izzy. Oh I think it's just all of the small businesses that have started up during COVID and just seeing everyone playing to their strengths and really taking off something that they have potentially been thinking of doing for a while and really giving it their full go. And I think because I'm in a similar situation that it's really inspired me just to take that action myself. Yeah, definitely. Do you follow like small business accounts on Instagram and things like that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of small businesses who are similar to me that are also super inspiring, but they're really friendly and help out in any situation. Whereas a lot of competitors can, they can be quite standoffish and tend to not help each other. But I feel, feel like my community is super inspiring and really helpful. And yeah, that's so nice. I feel like sometimes when you start a business, like you can think that maybe people will be quite competitive with you and not willing to help out, you know, like, I don't know, I feel like that's what you think automatically, but it's really nice that everyone's been really supportive and like helping you out. Yeah. All right. So let's start off by talking about you. Tell us about who you are, what you do for work, what your interests are, just a little snapshot of who you are. Yeah, so I am 23 years old and I live in Sydney. I am currently working in marketing full-time for Status Anxiety, which is a leather goods brand. And then I also have just started my own influencer management and social media agency called Vive Management and Vive Social. Yeah, and she also has her own social media platform, which she keeps up with as well. So she's just like a multifaceted woman is that the word is that the saying multifaceted I think so oh my gosh I'm probably so wrong but you know you do a lot of things and you wear a lot of hats so I want to hear about like how you got to where you were today I feel like I probably know a bit about this but not in that much detail so talk about your childhood and what it was like where you grew up and how you got to where you are today yeah so I was born in Sydney and I lived here till I was about 14 Um, And then I moved to Brisbane because of my dad's work and we lived there for a year. And then because of my dad's work, we then moved to Noosa, which is now my favorite place in the world. I love it so much. Um, And that's where my parents are and my brother and sister 
all of my family lives in England, like Ella. Yeah. Um, and in the process of that, I lived in six houses and went to five schools. So the process of that built me up to be really adaptable to the person I am today in terms of the marketing industries. That is something that is super important and just being able to be okay with change and not be stagnant in the one place. Yeah, I feel like that's a really good skill to have, honestly, and like to be able to embrace change, especially in the industry that we do, because things are constantly changing. And like, especially with social media, there's new platforms popping up left, right and center. And we're having to constantly learn new things and just evolve. Like if we think back to five years ago, like what we do now would be so different because like the social media platforms that we use now were so different, you know? Yeah. So I think that's a good thing. And also I can so relate to like moving around and going to different schools because obviously I lived in England and moved to Australia and I moved high schools twice. And I do think it makes you quite resilient and it teaches you really good skills for when you grow up because I know like when I moved to schools I was so nervous to make new friends and things like that and you have to just become good at socializing and adapting to different situations so I definitely think that's a good experience that we've been through and I also think like embracing change is something that we should all learn to do so like I said before you're a very hard-working person who wears many hats and has done so many jobs so tell us a little bit about those jobs that you've done in the past and what's led you up to where you are today yeah so I think when I was what's the legal age 14 and nine months for working oh in yeah in Australia has been 14 and nine months yep. so <laughs> specific yeah no um so I was counting down the days until I could work I've always been very driven to I guess making money but also just being in a working environment so my first job was actually at Cold Rock which is an ice cream shop and you pretty much just mash lollies and chocolate into your ice cream it's super fun yeah I always wanted to do that I'm not gonna lie <laughs> um and from there I moved to Noosa where I started working at a health bar shop there we just make coffees smoothies acai bowls and that's where I started really getting into social media and taking photos of all the amazing things we made and posting them to social media and really starting to understand that industry Mm. and from there I went on to the surfing industry where I started working at a local uh, surf shop and doing all of their marketing and events and then working for a personal development course called Chine from Within and really working on all of their events and things like that so I think working in a variety of different industries really helped me understand what my strengths and weaknesses were. That's so good that you worked so many jobs though. Like throughout high school, I think I just did Priceline basically and then like (laughs) a little job at a hairdresser salon that didn't last very long. But it sounds like you were always very hardworking and always had multiple things going on. And didn't you have like five jobs or something when you were in year, were you in year 12 and you yeah. had five jobs or something? Yep. yep. So I was school captain and had five jobs and I was so busy, but I think I really thrive on busy environments yeah. and really, I think just having that strict timeline and forcing yourself to make up things a priority. So then from that point, I went on to do a marketing degree and that was for three years and three weeks before that finished up, I was bored in a lecture and applied to a job in Sydney and I had a few FaceTime and Skype interviews and I got the job which I was super excited about and then I had to quickly finish all my assignments and do early exams and pack up my car and move to Sydney by myself. Oh my gosh wait where was that job what was that job for? So that was for a beauty company and at the time it was honestly my dream job. The job title was social media manager and content creator so I spent four days of the week managing social media brands so I was managing 13 at the time and then my Fridays were spent 
purely just for content creation, taking photos of the product. I had my whole setup in this massive room with cameras and lights and all these flat lay objects and I just had the best time there. But it sounds like you've grown up doing like very creative jobs, like doing events and yeah. marketing and personal development and things like that. That sounds yeah. so interesting and very unusual like for part-time jobs at that age. Yeah. Like how did you get those kind of jobs? Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like most people get a job at a supermarket or something like that or McDonald's but you really thought outside the box yeah well I just found what my passion was and at the time when it was surfing I just went to knocked on the door of the shop and I was like can I help out with your marketing I can do pretty much anything and that was all free to start with so a lot of the work that I did do was I guess you could call volunteer and then I knew that one of the school teachers her son was really high up in Queensland surfing so I went on and she got me a job there which was amazing and you know it was the 5am start to 7 p.m. They're long days, but I really enjoyed them. And yeah, I think a lot of the time when you are wanting to pursue your goals is just to give it your all and spend as much time as you can there, even if it is unpaid, because it does lead you onto amazing things. Yeah, yeah, that's so good that you had that mindset from so young, though, because. I feel like Izzy's the type of person who has an idea and then she takes action. Like she doesn't really hold back. And I think that's why you've done so many things, but I'm sure like doing all of those jobs while you were growing up as well, like really helped you figure out what you wanted. Cause like you tried different things. Yeah. So then you obviously did marketing when you came to Sydney and then how long were you at that job for? I was there for six months um, and I had learned so much there, but I had also learned the things that I did and didn't like, yeah. which was really important. And that's what led me on to status anxiety. So I moved across there and I've been there now for about a year and a half. That's a completely different role, but I did start off in social media and over the past year and a half, I've built up within the company and it's led me onto some amazing things. Yeah. So what does like that job entail? So at Status Anxiety, I manage all of the brand collaborations. So if we're ever doing a gift with purchase or a giveaway or something with another brand, I manage all of the paid influences and the normal influences, the social media, our events, promotions, ads, you name it. Yeah. And we're all over in marketing. So yeah. <laughs> it's the fun side. I love the marketing. And so you do that full-time role, yet you also have your own business that you do on the side. So tell us a bit about that. Tell us about Vive, what it involves and everything to do with it. Yeah. So I wanted to do this for a very long time. I just thought that it wouldn't happen and there was no point in me putting all this time and effort into something that wouldn't take off. And so I had a few friends that were influencers and they were really struggling with their emails to brands and how to collaborate how to negotiate with brands, what to charge. So I started managing about five of my friends and during COVID I did have a bit of downtime. So I thought, why not make an Instagram? Don't know what's going to happen and just started doing their emails for them and really networking within the industry. And then I think I must have said to my boyfriend about 50 times, All I want to do is start this business. And he just goes, well, why don't you just do it? And I think his support really helped me um, as it was a bit daunting. (laughs) I think, you know, when you are wanting to start a business, you do have to register your business name. And there are a few things that you do need to pay for. But he was really supportive in that and helped me, which was amazing. Um, But so, yeah, from that point, it was honestly the most basic thing ever. I just created like a Gmail email and started with Google Sheets and had all my influencers in there and had their rates and things like that and I was so surprised by how quickly brands started coming to me and saying oh we need 
this really we had this campaign we need 10 influencers and then i quickly went oh i need some more influencers <gasps> um so i started reaching out to a few and very quickly a lot then came to me and i think within the industry everything's very much word of mouth and you know just having that really helped yeah, so then I quickly built up a website and honestly, they you can pay so much money for all of this stuff, but I just did the most basic thing. I watched so many YouTube tutorials. I built my website from scratch, all the, tried to do coding. My dad was also very good in that sense. Um, but yeah, so now I have Vive Management where I manage about 60 girls exclusively. And 60? Then, what? And then about 200 girls non-exclusively. So by me managing girls exclusively, I will be reaching out to brands on behalf of them. I'm really trying to help them build their portfolio. I'm doing all their emails for them. I'm trying to build up their rates. Um, There's a whole variety of things, whereas non-exclusively, I'm just providing girls with extra work who may be a right fit for a campaign um, and who I have built that network with. And then from there, I thought, what else can I do within the industry that I love doing? And that's where Vive Social came about, where I now manage clients um, for their social media, their websites, their graphic design, their content creation. And that's been all through word of mouth as well. So that's just all kind of taken off which is super exciting oh my gosh I don't know how you balance it all so do you do all of this work on your own or do you delegate anything or employ anyone yeah so since I started I was doing everything myself um and there were some very late nights and early mornings but as of about three or four weeks ago I did hire someone and they're more of a contractor so I just provide them jobs and that's someone that I know and I've worked with for quite a while so she's super amazing but then everything else is pretty much just me Oh my gosh, I don't know how you do it. Does it take much time like doing all of the content creation side of things as well? Because do you do any of that for like the brands? Yep. So they will provide a brief, um, say for an example, a skincare brand, and they will say, hey, we want you to shoot these three products. Um, They'll then send it over and send over the specifics you know, whether it's on a flat lay or a product photography um, and how many images they want. So that's usually what my weekends are spent doing. But you also have to have the good lighting and, you know, the sunlight and things like that. So it can be quite time consuming. Mm. I feel like you balance everything quite well, though. Like you were just talking about the weekends then, but I feel like you still do take time off on the weekends and prioritize seeing your friends and everything. Like you've always been very good at prioritizing your friends, you know, and reaching out and being like, let's go for a walk and stuff. So I don't know I think that's really nice because obviously you're very busy, but tell us about your routine, what your day-to-day life's like and like how you manage things in your routine. Yeah. So I have a pretty strict routine during the week. Yeah. I will wake up at six o'clock and go to the gym. Um, I think that's been the most important part of my routine is just finding that time for myself and starting the day on a good note. Cause I used to wake up at say 5am when I first started Vive Management and work for two hours before I went to my full-time job. And you're just straight into emails and it's just not a good headspace to start with. So I always will go to the gym in the morning and then I will work full-time from eight o'clock to about 5pm. So that's for status anxiety. Yeah. So that'll be my full-time job. And then I will come home and I will work from about 5 till 9 p.m. Purely just on five. Yeah. I'm trying to cook dinner and do emails at the same time. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah. And then on the weekends, I'll usually always take Saturday off. Might do some emails in the morning. And then Sunday from about 2 p.m. onwards is always spent just doing content creation, doing emails, just getting ready for the week. Yeah. I feel like Sundays are like that day, honestly. It's like, even though it's the weekend, you end up doing so much prep. And I 
actually enjoy the process, but it is one of those days that you just have to get organized. So you have to make the most of your Saturdays. But yeah. yeah, it sounds like the routine has really helped you. I think it's the same with me, like going to the gym just sets up my day so, so well. And it means that I have actually that time for myself and that mental space. Yeah. But like, is there anything that you do during the day to kind of break up the day or do you just literally go to your laptop and then not get up again? Yeah, pretty much. When I am at Status Anxiety, we try and go for walks on our lunch break and just try and get outside and try and clear your mind, which yeah. is really important. And I am lucky that with my job, you know, I am going downstairs to our warehouse um, and packing influencer orders um, and speaking with the team downstairs. So I do get to kind of move about throughout the day, which is really good. Is that how you get your steps up on your apple watch yes <laughs> so you guys know i love my apple watch i've talked about it in previous podcast episodes but izzy and i actually share our like data from our apple watch so we can see how many steps we've done like and we can see how we're going with closing our rings for the day and so i'll always get alerts it's like izzy's finished a workout or izzy has stood this long and stuff like that and it's really motivating but i'm just like how does she do it you know like she's managing to get it all done but I think that is the thing, like waking up early, right? And then yeah. being able to get the workout in and everything. Yeah. So have you always been the type of person to have a routine or have you had to kind of be quite self-disciplined and make one for yourself? I think whilst I was at uni, I didn't really have much of a routine. I loved how much free time there was. Yeah. <laughs> so I really took advantage of that. But once I started uh, working full time, I learned the importance of a routine and finding what's right for you I think a lot of people will just assume that they need to go to the gym or they need to be doing this or that but it may not be right for them so a lot of my friends will start the day off with yoga and stretching and that's how they'll start and they'll go to the gym in the afternoon Mm. so for me yeah I found my routine once I started full-time and I've just carried that on um, which I'm really grateful for and may I add Izzy and I actually shared a routine for a while so how we actually met was through F45 so we were on like I guess the influencer list there and so we were doing content to promote f45 so we would go together and get photos together help each other get instagram stories and that's how like our friendship (laughs) bloomed but it was so good like having you as an accountability partner and also just having that routine like that really made a difference and I don't know, I feel like ever since I've known you, you've been very disciplined with what you do. So that kind of leads me on to my next question, which is, have you always been that type of personality where you've been self-disciplined and you take action? Short answer, yes. I think I've definitely benefited from growing up with a really inspiring family. Um, My mum has her own business and my dad... Um, has always been super motivating to me and shown that if you put your mind to something that you can achieve it and that's something that I have really taken on throughout my life and live by that saying of if you don't ask the answer will always be no so anything that I did want to do I always just ask Um, you know that whether that's sending emails calling going and speaking to people and I think that's really helped with taking action in my life yeah I can find that so hard honestly sometimes like it seems so easy but sometimes you just have to remind yourself that because like limiting beliefs get in the way you know like and that's something I also wanted to talk about so do you have any mindset tips that help you follow through with your goals and stop limiting beliefs I think this one is really hard because it does have to come from within and you are the only person that can stop your limiting beliefs but only recently I've just really started to think back on what I have achieved and what I am proud of. And that has helped me to take the next steps in my life and give myself that assurance that whatever I put my mind to, I can achieve. That's so true. I feel like when you take that time to reflect and actually see what you've done, like you've realized that 
You know, you've got to where you are today from taking action and asking. And if you didn't do those things, you wouldn't be where you are. So it kind of pushes you to do the, do it again. Cause you're like, what's the worst that can happen? I've been fine so far. I might yeah. as well keep going and keep asking, you know, I think yeah. that's a good tip actually. And so how do you actually manage your time and balance everything? Do you have like a calendar? How do you plan things? I know you said you use Sundays to get organized, but how do you actually do that? Give us details. Google Calendar and my to-do list has definitely become my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I use the app called Asana for my to-do list. So you can just put everything on there online um, and tick things off. And I'm very much a tick-off person, whereas a lot of the girls at work like to cross out and write it down. Oh, so interesting. It's very interesting. I'm a cross too. I like to ah. cross because it's like you just want gone, you know. No, mine's once he Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss ticket on asana it disappears so it's out of your life oh, okay but do you use asana for your personal life or just for business because it's like a business thing right yep so i use asana for everything business and then i also use trello board which is super handy i also use this whilst i was at uni and any projects you can just have a drop down and just write other tasks involve each project and then when i start each day Well, usually actually each week, I will write everything out that I need to do for the week and prioritize that. And then each day I'll just work on those smaller tasks. But for my personal life, I don't actually use anything. And everyone is always so shocked by that. But I don't know. It's just in my brain. I feel like that's something I should probably be writing down. So it's out of my head. Do you know what? I'm the same. Like I'm so good when it comes to work stuff at getting stuff done. Like if I have a brand deal... I'm going to get it done. Like, yeah. I know I will. But when it comes to things like appointments, I'm so bad at doing that. Like, I'll let my personal life kind of go to the back end. Yeah. And I'll forget to, like, book a dentist appointment and things like that. Like, Izzy knows this. Like, we were talking the other day about how I've been meaning to set up Apple Pay on my <laughs> Apple Watch and on my phone for ages. But it's just one of those things that I would never get done because it's not, like, work. That's really sad, isn't it? That, like, I feel like those things go to the back end yeah. and like I do prioritize people around me like my friends and my family I make sure I see them but I feel like when it comes to me sometimes I actually forget to prioritize that so yeah. I think yeah. we both should do that more you know <laughs> we can work on that <laughs> yes exactly but is there anything else that you do or is that basically it you kind of just sit down and you write things in Asana and Trello do you actually write stuff down as well like does that help or do you just no do I don't write anything down at all everything's on my phone yeah um, I think that's because I can access that from my computer my laptop and my phone so I can take that with you wherever I go yeah um and that's the same as what I do with status anxiety I put everything in the same 
similar apps as that's what you know bigger companies do use as well so it, whilst you are at uni or you may be at school these are good applications to get started with um, as it is used pretty widely within yeah. businesses do you set like notifications and alarms and things for like when you've got to do stuff or do you just kind of just check no, it I think I am that is probably my one of my biggest strengths is time management and staying on top of things I just how? I like no. is it just in your brain like you just I think know so yeah I just I'll never forget anything and I don't know I just I've noticed that about you I feel like you're the type of person that I'll talk about something and you're two steps ahead <laughs> like you've already either done it or like you're gonna do it I feel like you are always on top of things and I don't know you're just ahead of the game and I think that's yeah. probably to do with your time management but for me personally I'm not very good at managing it if I just like leave it all in my head like I have to like write stuff down and usually I'll write stuff down like every single day I have to write multiple to-do lists oh just gosh. to remind me because like you always add more and more and like I don't know I just feel like yeah I like to allow that time to brain dump yeah so I think that's, as well you have that bit of extra time in your day whereas you can procrastinate you be like oh I won't do that I'll just leave it for a little bit yes. and whereas because mine's so like by the minute I'm doing things that I know I always have something to do so I don't ever have that downtime. it's a little bit more structured yeah yeah I think that's the thing like yours is more like you have to do things then and there because yeah. you have no choice like you know you've got to go to work from nine to five is that it I don't know eight till five eight, yeah. eight till five so you know that you've got that and I guess you'd have set tasks within that job that kind of like I don't know if they'd say the same but you kind of know what you have to fall back on right yeah dad's anxiety but then when it comes to like your other stuff surely you can kind of like choose what you want to work on like you can prioritize there and be like oh actually I feel like working on vibe social today or like do you know like you could be like yeah I want to pitch emails oh actually no I want to work on content creation yeah I think that's how it started out and I was loving having the balance but now that I have so many girls relying on me which is where you may be a bit different you've just got yourself yeah that because I have so many girls relying on me that I know I need to make things a certain priority and you know vibe management is always a big thing um, and I can't really do that content creation just because I don't want to do emails because I know the girls will kill me yeah <laughs> whereas if you've got if you're just relying on yourself that you may have that extra time to just play with and you're like oh I'll do that later or I'll just remember to book that dentist appointment and you just may let it slip away yeah I think that's a good tip as well like when you're trying to plan and like manage your time like do make a priorities list like even I do that with my to-do list as well like I'll write everything down and sometimes I'll write numbers next to things on yeah. them to be like okay this is the number one thing I need to get done and then like this is second and third just so I know because sometimes I'm like where do I even start like that yeah. probably applies more to me I'm guessing but it can be quite overwhelming sometimes when you see all this stuff and you're like I just yeah. don't even know where to start but that's interesting hearing like how we're all different in that way yeah so do you have any tips for other people who are struggling with time management like someone like me who can kind of pick and choose what things they want to do I think just really prioritizing you know what your goals are what you want to achieve for that day or the week and as you said before doing the numbers that yeah. really helps you know as always if a job's worth doing it's worth doing well that's what my father always tells me oh really <laughs> um and I think you know don't cross that thing off until you're 100% happy with it and you know that once it's complete then you don't have to then go back onto it and you get quite flustered I think it's just you know ticking things off each day so now I want to talk about the spiritual side of you because I know you have that side to you and so do I and we love talking about it so do you have any habits or rituals that you do or you've done in the past to help you get to where you are today and stay on the right path to be honest I don't think at this current moment in time I 
don't have anything that I am practicing every day. It's almost become quite natural in my routine. If I go back to when I was about 15 and I was working with this personal development course, a lot of it was around manifestations and visual boards um, and things like that, which really opened up my eyes to a whole nother world. And who a lot of people may know, Cardia Milan. Um, I used yeah. to watch her videos religiously um, and she would talk a lot about it a lot. So when I was probably about 16 or 17, I really got into manifestation and learning about the visual side of it and what you can achieve. Do you and feel like where you are now is what you visualize? That's what I'm interested to know. Like what you set out back then, do you feel like you're there? I think so. I guess I visualized smaller things at the time, um, but I did long-term want to manifest and visualize myself living in Sydney, working for a big company in marketing, in influences and social media, which is what I pretty much am doing today. But I used to just manifest the smallest things, a lot of collaborations, um, Same. random thing like friends yeah I don't know it sounds really weird to say it out loud <laughs> you know, I honestly agree I'm the same with friends I was actually saying that in a mukbang that I filmed with my mum but I think that's one of the top things that I manifest like I feel like whenever I'm needing a certain type of energy in my life I'm kind of focusing on that and then that type of person comes into my life yeah and often it's I, this might sound bad it's when someone else leaves um it makes yeah. room for somebody Definitely. else but that is the thing sometimes you have to make room for things and I feel like I've like I've done that with friends and stuff like you know I've managed to end up with these like amazing friends in my life because I've wanted that kind of friendship and I've really thought about it yeah yeah, definitely. I mean, my sister used to laugh. I used to always watch her videos before I moved. And Did she you? would always be like, are you going to vomit to Ella? Are you going to see Ella? And then I feel like we took a photo one day and I was like, take that to my sister. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like, That's you just never another thing of manifestation. Um, Manifested me into your life. Yeah. Do you know what? I've done that with friends as well. Like I've got um, an influencer friend from England and I used to always watch her videos. She's called Emily Cannon. I don't need to like hide away from saying her name, but I always watched her videos and loved her and she was a big inspiration to me. And then one day she just followed me on Instagram and then she came to Australia, visited me. I went over to England, visited oh my her. Gosh. And I'm like, of all people, like it's just so weird because yeah. I always felt like I'd click with her. Like I always felt like she was kind of an English version of me. Well, yeah. I, I am English, but someone who lived <laughs> in England, like I thought we'd get on. But like the universe had plans yeah. for us to meet. So that was really cool. So crazy. But yeah, and then I think in terms of spiritual things, I got into a bit of yoga. I loved angel cards. Um, and then I think once I moved to Sydney, I became so busy, but I also became so content with my life and very happy with where I am. And I felt that I didn't need to do this as frequently. But if I was to, you know, want to achieve something, a new goal, I would definitely bring back those habits that I used to have and see where it could lead me to. Yeah, I think that's the thing when you're very content, like sometimes you stop with the whole visualization thing. And I don't think that's a bad thing because I think that's the ultimate goal, right? You want to be content with where you are, but I think it's good to have those habits and rituals that you fall back on and that you know work. Do you do anything like journaling or anything like that? Have you ever been into oh, that? Yeah, I did that religiously for I reckon like two or three years. Yeah. <laughs> um, my journal was everything. And I think it was just a really good way to get my thoughts onto paper. And, you know, if there was ever something, whether it was moving to Sydney, I would always just write down my pros and cons. And once you write things out, you really see what weighs up over one side. Yeah. Um, and I just love looking back on it now to see how far I've come and 
you know, what I did want to achieve and what I have now started doing. I've actually got a diary. It was before we called them journals. Don't you think like we used to call them diaries? We'd be like, dear diary. But now it's like journal. I feel like journals are so much more of a thing these days and it's talked about, but I feel like the name changed. But anyway, I used to have a diary and I remember I like read it not too long ago and I actually wrote in there that I really want to start a YouTube channel oh my and I gosh. really want like it to be my job. Like, you know, I, from the get go, if I'm honest, wanted it to be my job because I loved it so much, yeah. but yeah, I'm like, I have to remind myself sometimes how far I've come because I wanted that so bad. And I even remember actually going on a walk with my brother one time and my mom, and it was when I just started the YouTube channel and he was, he was a bit mean. He'll hate <laughs> me for saying this, but he's very smart and knows a lot about technology and things like that and he's like Ella like the chances of you taking off on YouTube are so slim like do you know how like rare that would be like you're probably not gonna make it like I know that sounds really mean but that's what he said to me we were quite young he was probably like 14 or something and I cried the whole way home and I was like (laughs) I am gonna prove you wrong and yeah like I'm yes. like I am where I am today now. Yeah. It's been six years since then. Amazing. And you've so. achieved so much from it. Oh, thank you. So like that just goes to show that writing things down and putting it on paper like really has a massive impact on your life, I think. Like yeah. when you put that idea out there, I don't know, it can do so much. So I think journaling is a very powerful thing. Yeah. So, so you did visualization, journaling, and then you used angel cards, you were saying? Yeah. <laughs> So how did you do that? This is a very interesting thing because not a lot of people use them or know about them. And I think I've introduced them to a lot of my friends. And once you start, you're just so hooked on them. Really? I just went into a spiritual shop one day and I think I must have watched YouTube videos or something and they all had angel cards. And I thought, why not just give them a go? And took them home and... I pretty much use them every day for like a good two years. And funny enough, my mum is a kinesiologist and she ended up having like all of these angel cards that I didn't even know about. So I would go through all the different decks and it became like like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> wow. And was it like pretty on point? Yeah. Like the stuff that it said? It was always... I mean, I probably did go through a big stage of like trying to ask questions about boys and like trying to figure things out. So wait, like how Um, does it work? I want to know, like, what do you ask a question to the universe or something and then you pull out a card and it like gives you an answer? Yeah. So you pretty much, as silly as it sounds, you like connect with the cards and then you ask it a question and all the decks are different, but my favorite ones were just like a simple yes, no, you'll find out soon, stay positive, that kind of a thing. But there were a few times where... I had gone on a holiday or something and it told me not to and kept telling me it was a bad idea. I went there and it didn't end well or something like that. Um, but And yeah, then, wait, did that happen? It didn't end well? Yeah, it didn't end well. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually remember watching YouTube videos on like angel card readings. Like there's just a bunch of videos out there where it's like you pick a card and then like you go to the timestamp where she talks about what that card means. And yeah. then... I don't know. I find that stuff interesting. So if you guys are interested in doing that, literally just type in angel card reading, I think on YouTube, I think that's what you type in, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um, Or you can just go down to like a spiritual shop and get the cards and it says a little instruction book and it tells you all the meanings behind it all. And it's really easy to do it yourself. Yeah. But you also told me that one thing that your mom taught you from being a kinesiologist is like how to, I guess, trust your intuition and like how your body can tell you things about a situation that you don't know. So you can actually do things like, what is it, pulling your thumb or something? And it's the way that like 
your hand reacts or something is like a yes or a no. Like, can you describe that? Yeah. I mean, she's probably going to kill me if she hears this because I'm not going to explain it very well. Uh, Well, (laughs) whoopsies. I'm very sorry. We're not kinesiologists here, just a disclaimer. But if you're just interested in it, like, you know, give it a try. So kinesiology is all about connecting with your muscles and your energy to find the deeper root and the cause of issues within yourself and there's so many different ways that this can be used I mean some lady came to see my mum about wanting to stop eating a block of chocolate every night and after a month she never ate chocolate again and it's so random Um, but you can also pinpoint different moments to your life where something may have occurred and just unblocking that energy and just helping move forward with little things in your life it's absolutely amazing what she does but a lot of people do start out by holding your thumb and I think it might be your ring finger or your middle finger. So you finger. kind of do like an okay symbol. Yeah. And you create a little, a tight circle within the two fingers. And yeah. you can, by pulling... Pulling the finger, touching your thumb. Yeah. And it's where if your body is wanting something, the connection will become loose and your fingers will come out. So your other hand. Yeah. But... If the answer is no or that's not what's causing the issue, it will stay locked in. But we need to ask her what the right fingers are because there's two correct fingers okay. to deal with. <laughs> you guys can go see a kinesiologist yeah. or like, you know, do research into that. Yeah. But I think you kind of get the gist. But that's really interesting though that your body can like actually tell you so much. I've seen one once when I went to a yoga retreat and that was really interesting. She actually scared me a little bit. She told me that I had a lot of radiation in my body. Mm. Uh Really would love to go see one again, honestly. Can I come to Noosa and like, yep. see your mom? <laughs> yep. That would be amazing. Yeah. Because I'd like to know that I don't have a lot of radiation in my body now. Like that would be great to yeah. be reassured. But yeah, she told me a few really interesting things and stuff to do with my diet and things like that. But what have you healed through doing kinesiology? Because we've talked about it a little bit before. But like, what have, what have you healed from? I think still to this day, I will FaceTime my mom every you know, two or three months and she'll give me a whole kinesiology session over Skype. And she, I won't tell her anything that's going on in my life and she will just know everything to the exact point, which is kind of scary. Really? (laughs) But it's just little things like being really overwhelmed with work and balancing that, but also with change and moving states and friendship groups, anxiety, just all those little things that, you know, you may just go to a doctor to see and try and just get some medicine or something like that. But through kinesiology, you can really pinpoint through your muscle systems and your meridian line what is actually wrong. One time I had really bad anxiety and my mum pinpointed the exact time and date of where something had gone wrong in my life or there was a bit of an argument and it was all just about releasing that energy and helping me overcome that through flower essences and affirmations and writing things down and practicing different things in my life um, just to overcome that so it just shows that you there are alternative methods than just going through your doctor or things like that it's just interesting because it really helps you find the root cause and then from there then you can like work on healing yourself with like whatever method you want to do whether it be through a kinesiologist or a doctor or anything but like it's really cool that you can actually find that out through those methods because I think your subconscious knows so much and I think there's always that underlying issue or something going on that you may not be aware of so when you do see someone or even if you're just journaling that you realize oh I didn't think I was thinking about that um and that can really play a big role. Yeah, I would Loki love to do a course in either like kinesiology or energy healing, or I actually love the idea of like studying hypnotherapy. Like, <laughs> or I actually, what I want to do is go to a hypnotist and like yeah. just see how I respond. 
because there's a few things that I would love to just like overcome I guess through yeah. hypnotherapy would you be scared to go um I don't think so I've heard a lot of positive things I have heard yeah. obviously like you've seen the shows and stuff at the Easter show yeah. like they <laughs> hypnotize people on stage and then they just like get them to do random stuff but I feel like if you went to a very replicable one it'd be good because like they also kind of counsel you I guess in it as yeah. well and like ask you questions to kind of uncover like what the problem is and yeah. then I think it'd be interesting to kind of do that. But like, you have to be the right type of person to do it. Apparently you have to be very open and susceptible to getting in that hypnotic state. Yeah. But yeah, definitely do my research, but I kind of like it. I like the idea of it. But yeah, I love how you're into all of the spiritual stuff as well. And I definitely think those kind of alternative methods can really help heal you. So the next question is, do you have any advice for someone out there who struggles with taking action on an idea or a dream that they have? I think it's quite similar to before how I was saying just give yourself credit. But definitely manifestation, if you're thinking about getting into manifestation or wanting to learn more, it's definitely something that I would highly recommend. Yeah. You will always surprise yourself just so much. I know. And you won't even realize then you'll look back and be like, wow. Yeah. Yep. But I think also just making your idea or dream a priority and trusting your gut in what you can achieve and just always being patient and seeing where it can lead to because you never know. And once you give it your all, you can just make your dreams and ideas come true. That's so true. I love that. And I also wanted to ask if you have any advice for someone who maybe wants to follow a similar career path as you or just someone who wants to work multiple jobs because I feel like that's what so many people want to do these days like everyone wants to have a side hustle and do multiple things like do you have any advice yeah I think just giving it your all at the end of the day is the biggest advice because once you put your mind to something you can achieve it and really just working as hard as you can and you know if it is within marketing then networking and be willing to learn and adapt to those changes. And when you do start off working for a company, I would always recommend just to start working for it as if it was your own because you never know when people are watching you and what the next step is within that company. So there's always endless opportunities for working as hard as you can and you do get rewarded for it. Yeah, no, I think that's really good advice. And like, what have you learned from the past year from working these two jobs and yeah can you share something that you've learned I think that time management is a super important thing and you know there's always time to make it a priority and learn how to do it properly because then it becomes a habit for the rest of your life and just networking and sometimes it is all about who you know not what you know so you never know who you're going to come across um, and where they can help you and it may not even be within your industry that you're working in they may help you with something that you are wanting to achieve down the line so keeping those contacts Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I've also learned within myself just how to be super grateful for what I have and how much I have achieved. And also just that if you give something at a go, it really can take off and you will surprise yourself. So if anyone is wanting to start up a business or they have an idea or a dream, I think just taking that step right now because, you know, you can wait 10 years and then go, oh, I should have started it. So just start it today. Yeah, I love that. Very inspirational advice <laughs> to end off this episode. It's honestly been so nice having you on the podcast and getting to talk to you about all of this stuff. You're very inspirational to me and I, I know that you're going to go so far because you've already done so much in the span of me knowing you and I've only known you for like two years maybe. 
yeah. I think. And like you started up another business. She's moved so many times. Like she's just done a lot. So to end it off, go ahead and plug yourself. Where can everyone find you? Where can everyone find Vive? So my Instagram is Isabella Linden and uh, my influencer agency is Vive Management and my social media is Vive Social. Amazing. Perfect. Well, this was so much fun. I'm so happy that we got to sit down and have a chat. I hope you guys enjoyed listening and you took something away from it. And I feel like this was very motivating chat. So if there's anything that you guys want to do, like maybe you're thinking of trying a new job or just like bringing something new into your life. Hopefully this reminds you just to start now and that anything's possible and you will build up to where you want to be. But don't forget to go and follow our Instagram as well, which is the Inspired Mind Podcast. And you can check out my personal Instagram, which is just Ella underscore Victoria. I also have a YouTube channel, which is Ella Victoria, where I vlog my daily life. But that pretty much wraps up this episode. I hope it inspired you. And thank you for coming on, Izzy. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. (laughs) Speak to you guys in my next episode. Bye. Bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.